You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. And we're back again. This is Real Presence Live, as you just heard, and we are so honored to be with you. Thank you for joining us. This morning, we're talking about all sorts of things. We started out talking about generosity. Uh, then we moved to really invitation. Uh, and now we're talking, you know, we just recently talked with Marcy about personal growth you know, and community growing together. And now we're going to talk about men growing together. This all works together. It's all one thing. It's the work the Holy Spirit is already doing. Evangelization is his work. He's already doing it. He's just saying, so uh, when are you going to get involved? Because I'm working here. You know, it's kind of like that sense. Uh, if your dad is outside working on something and you walk past him and go in the house, I have a rule for my kids. Don't walk past me and go in the house. You come over and say, is there anything I can help you with? And if I say you can go, you can go. Otherwise, I want your help. Well, the Holy Spirit is out there doing some work. And sometimes we just walk on past. He's like, uh, no, no, no. Come back here and see if there's anything you can help me with. And so that's, our, that's the invitation. What is the Holy Spirit inviting you today to do? He's inviting each one of us at every, every given moment, at every present moment, to be involved in the work he's doing. So thank you for being here with us at this present moment. My name is Steve Splonskowski in studio with... Roxanne Solonen. Happy to be here with you. Yeah, what a great morning, folks. Thanks for being here with us. And we are going to our next hour is Kevin Squared. Um, and uh, we got Kevin Olson and Kevin Dockendorf joining us via phone. I need to know, though, who's Kevin the Greater and who's Kevin the Lesser, gentlemen? I don't know if we've decided that. I would say that he's better than I. Kevin Square, Kevin Dockendorf. The better looking one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you all sound similar. They do. Your voices sound the same. They're, they're like twins. They're, they're brothers from another mother, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah very similar to uh, what's that movie, the, the Brothers. Yeah, that we don't look nothing alike, but yeah. we're brothers in the yeah. Lord, yeah. Yeah, well, thanks for being with us, uh, Kevins. We appreciate it so much. Um, we're going to talk about when men, good men do nothing. Um, an Ecclesia Domestica retreat. But before we get into that, I'd like each of you uh, just tell us a little bit about yourself. I assume your husbands and fathers. So tell us a little bit about your primary vocations. So uh, whoever Kevin the Greater is, you can go first. <laughs> yeah, so I'm, I'm Kevin Olson. I, I'm uh, from Elk River, the St. Cloud Diocese. Um, been married for 25 years, have four children, and uh, I'm in the flooring business. And uh, we've been doing retreats here in this diocese, St. Cloud Diocese, and also Winona. Two Falls, and this is our second retreat that we're doing in uh, Fargo Diocese. Um, but we're a part of the men of Ecclesia Domestica, and uh, we're excited that we've been invited to come back to Fargo to, to, to inspire men to be excited about their faith and to get involved. And so that's kind of my story. I'm, I'm, I'm 49 years old, and, uh, and I'm, I'm still pumping out some... Uh, prayers and still at it and hoping to, to, that the men of Fargo can join us. Yeah, and my name's Kevin Dockenorf, the lesser. <laughs> I'm, I'm 56 years old. I'm a family of six. Um, in Cold Spring, Minnesota, which isn't too far from actually St. Cloud, Minnesota, where we're talking from right now. Um, just been involved with Ecclesia, I think, over 10 years now. We've been about going on 11 years been yep. involved with it. I've been involved with, you know, Koineas and Techs. Um, other retreats, my wife and I have been coordinators at the St. Cloud Prison for Rex there for over, we've been involved with over 18 years. Um, just involved with the church. I am the musician on the weekends, generally kind of direct that whole thing, uh, playing in my church, teaching religion on and off. So just, just really busy a lot with, uh, 
with ministry and be involved with the church. Excellent. And folks, I want to, a lot of times here in Catholic Radio, we throw out little phrases in Latin or big words, and we're like, oh, we just kind of assume you know what that means. And I want to go back to the name because these names, you know, these words, we're not afraid of them, but we want to we really define them for you. So, uh, uh, Kevin, Kevin Olson, I suppose, or whoever would like to, what does Ecclesia Domestica mean? What does it stand for? Well, Ecclesia Domestica is a Latin word for the domestic church. Uh, the church at home, the beginning of our faith, the, the husband and the, and the wife and the children, where, where the church and our faith really begins. Um, we chose that word because it's really about the family, and it's a really, in particular, we've had, there's, there are different retreats that kind of do the women's part, but in, in, in this coming retreat for us, for the men, we're really wanting to, to speak to the men, to encourage them to not abandon their posts, not to abandon their role at home, to really encourage, you know, their vocation and, and vo- other vocations. And so it's really about the family. It's about the spiritual head of the house, the man. And so uh, that's really what the Ecclesia Domestica it really is, really what it means. So I guess that's why we chose that name. You know, I, so we I've been working in men's ministry here in the Diocese of Fargo for about 10 years. And, and of course, I'm a father uh, and a husband myself. And I feel like there's two challenges, and if you, 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 either of you like to respond to this. The, two, the first challenge is that sometimes we as men, we, as you mentioned, abandon our post. You know, we, we are, our priorities get off, and we go off running after the things that are not important, and so we abandon our post. The other part is what happens with that sometimes is then our, our wives take up that post because somebody has to do it, right? So they, and, and wives are very faithful. They're great leaders. They, they love uh, our, our family, our children, so they step into that post. But then we as men, if we want to come back to that post, then it almost seems like there's a battle between the husband and wife is saying, wait a minute, uh, whose post is this? And so how do, we, how, do we, uh, how do we work through that as a family? I, I, first of all, we pray about it. Um, you know, second of all, we have to love our spouse, okay, because a lot of that, there's a lot of respect that comes from that. And when we don't, then there's that breakdown of trust. Um, I think a lot of times in prayer, a lot of times, um, you know, communication, uh, talking about, you know, maybe mentioning maybe we should pray together as a family a little bit more, um, just being a witness to your spouse. Um, I get what you said. That's that's a perfect, uh, I love what you said, how uh, we can abandon our post and then our wives, and I'm a perfect, I'm a perfect example of that, and I'm sure Kevin. I don't know if you are, but I'm a perfect example of that where you know when we were first married, my wife was steadfast in her faith, and I was just wandering in a desert. But it was part of my uh, listening to her, loving her, uh, being open to uh, want to be like her in her faith, and I think that's what we need to do. Is and then at, at some point. Um, we just become stronger with prayer. Praying together, actually, the Holy Spirit can twist anything. I'm intrigued by the title of this retreat, When Good Men Do Nothing. Can anyone give me an idea of where that came from? Because I'm just, I'm drawn into that. It, it's just a powerful title. Well, <laughs> the, the real story, I guess, is that it seems to me that every time we do a retreat that the Lord kind of gives us tidbits of what's to come for the next retreat. And so we saw a part of the last retreat, 
that there was there was something that I was supposed to do and I didn't do it, and I kind of missed the opportunity for me to lead in that spot, part of the ministry, and I didn't do it, and so there was a lot of confusion. And there was a lot of, um, you know, we didn't, no one saw it, you know, the retreatants didn't see it, but the team saw it, that I kind of abandoned my spot in, in, the, in the Rochester, or the, the, you know, schedule. And, um, and I really, I brought it to prayer, and it was like, the Lord really showed me, you know, that when, as leaders, not only at home, but even at work, or even in the diocese, even in the parishes, that when we abandon our role, the graces that we've been given to live out our vocation, when I ignore that, that gift that I've been given as dad, as a husband, as a leader of Ecclesia Massacre, that when I abandon it, there's confusion, one. And the other one is that you could say that the devil's kind of, you know, where the void is, he consumes that spot. And so what happens, I think, uh, it really... It's really interesting because we always feel like we live the retreat up to the moment of the day that we would do the retreat. And I can say that over and over and over, I've seen that when we see the, the church in general, uh, in our family life, my personal life, when I, when I abandon being the leader, when I abandon my role in the church, all are needed for the ministry of the church. But when men are, are afraid, maybe through being broken, maybe through um, addiction, maybe through being distracted and other things that, that really dad shouldn't be doing. Um, you know, we abandon our children, and we abandon the church, we abandon our role, we have really abandon our spouses. Like we were talking earlier about if I, dad's not leading, I notice even at Mass, if I'm real reverent, my children are real reverent, but if dad's not, is not focused on, in on what's going on at Mass, my kids will follow that very quickly. You know, I'm, it's a it's a brokenness that I I, I, I see immediately. I, we as a family pray together, but on in a morning on a morning where I'm feeling a little more, I don't know, uh, you know, <laughs> whatever. I'm more uh, I'm goofing around or something, and and with morning prayer, and I, I make a joke. Guess what? All of my children laugh, and the rest of the prayer, I have to say, hold on, stop, stop, stop. This is not a joke. All right, we got to focus again. But as soon as Dad opens that door. Right, that Pandora box. It's suddenly well. Dad said it's okay, so we can do it. it. But if my wife laughs, it doesn't have the same effect. So we as men have so much influence on our children um, that I think it's a great reminder that none of us live. You know, we don't live in a vacuum. You know, no man lives on an island. No man is an island. Uh, our children are watching us constantly, like that country song. Right? I want to be like you, Dad. Uh, it's just right. a great reminder. I um, mean, as we talk about this, you know, you mentioned leadership, Kevin, and. Um, I really think that's a key component of fatherhood. Uh, and as you mentioned, too, sometimes you, we leave the post. However, can you talk a little bit about, as leaders, uh, really really teaching our children to also be leaders? How do we model that leadership to the children so that we don't abandon our posts, but we actually train the next leader to step in and take our posts? I think that's what we, in our church we really need to be doing. Uh, what do you think of that? Well, it's interesting because Kevin and I were just talking this morning before the radio show on how we're both businessmen. And if there's no communication from the management down to the workforce, there's a breakdown in the company. Every time you can look up any statistic, you can look up any company. When there's a breakdown from the top to the bottom, there's a, there's a problem in the company. And same thing in our family, same thing in our church. And so 
The point I'm making is communication. Communication on setting rules in the house that you're going to pray. Setting rules in the house, there's not going to be cussing and swearing because that offends Dad. It hurts my ears. Um, there's going to be limited gossip. I want to say no gossip, but we, you know, as husbands and wives, we like to talk. And to children, it seems like gossiping, and sometimes it can be that, you know, the sin of detraction about other people. Um, we always just, you know, I don't know how many times we say in the family, or I say, you know, be a leader, not a follower. Uh, I got six children. I got a junior right now in high school, and he's got an opportunity to be a leader in his class, in his confirmation class. And I've gotten this word from the teacher that there's a lot of peer pressure from the other students not to be cool about your faith. So I just talked to him about that opportunity to be a leader, and all my children I've had an opportunity, to, especially all my sons, as three sons, the opportunity to be a leader. And they know what that leader means. It's spiritual leader. And that's because we've taken time to pray together as a family since they were young. I hope that answered some of your questions. <laughs> Absolutely. We're visiting with Kevin Oslin and Kevin Dockendorf. We are talking about an Ecclesia Domestica retreat coming up March 18th through 20th. We do have to step away for a break or Eli will shoot me. So we'll be right back on Real Presence Live. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management's properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. For questions, Rose Management can be reached at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. Hello, this is Mike Kidrowski, Director of Advancement for Real Presence Radio with a creative gift planning tip. Do you want to make sure Real Presence Radio continues to receive your support in perpetuity? This can now be accomplished by establishing an individual endowment account in your name with a minimum gift of $10,000. A distribution will be made annually in your name to assure future generations will continue to hear the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ through the mission of Real Presence Radio. To learn more about establishing an individual endowment for Real Presence Radio, a gift which will last in perpetuity, please call me, Mike Kidrowski, at 701-290-4503. State tax credits may apply in some states. Let's get started. Hi, this is Dr. Ryan Sappo from Lumen Vision in Fargo. Lumen Vision offers vision therapy services for children and adults. Symptoms of poor reading comprehension, headaches, tired eyes, and poor coordination can be indicators of eye movement conditions which affect reading and learning. Eye movement disorders are often undetected by school vision screenings and regular eye exams. For more information about how vision therapy can help treat these conditions, our website is www.lumen.vision. With Real Presence Live, this is Roxanne Solonen with my fine and exuberant co-host, Steve Splanskowski. It's been a joy this morning. We are on the line here with Kevin Olson and Kevin Dockendorf, who are going to be part of a 
Ecclesia Domestica uh, retreat for, for men. Uh, it's going to be coming up in March, mid-March, so we're just, you know, getting ready for that. But um, it's, it's all, the subtitle is When Good Men, or I guess the title of the conference is When Good Men Do Nothing, and the subtitle is Answering God's Call to Defend His Church. We've been talking about men in leadership and the the threat, I guess, of uh, abandoning their posts. And uh, I just have a personal example. I Yesterday, was I was on the sidewalk in front of our local abortion facility here in Fargo. I try to get down there every Wednesday and pray and try to talk to the women. And actually, what I've discovered is it's the men that I've had the most ability to converse with because they'll sometimes bring the women in and then they'll come back out. And um, I talked to a, a young man yesterday um, he agreed with me. He agreed it was life. He did not want the child to die. Uh, but he, he, I see this time and again. He, he said, you know, it, it was, it's her body. It's, it was her choice, ultimately. And, you know, we had a pretty decent conversation where I, I you know, pled with him and looked into his eyes and said, you're, you're made to defend this life and to protect it. And he, he agreed with it, but he just couldn't quite get there. And I think that's, that's a good example where this is, this is a life and death thing. And where I see this over and over, where men have abandoned their call. And I try to empower, I try to use those words like, you know, defend and, and you know, bring life to your children to defend and protect, you know. Um, but it doesn't always work. So anyway, that's just my personal example of how I see that void in our culture. And it just breaks my heart. Because you, I saw a real love in his eyes. Like, he was a good, he was a good guy. That was my thought. I thought, this is a good guy who's doing nothing, right, to, to stop the, the killing of his child. So that, that's where I went with that title, but I, I know there's so much more there. Um, if you have anything more about that, I'm sure it can go in lots of different directions, and I also want to talk about the details of the conference so people have a chance to, to sign up if they're interested. So Kevin and, or Kevin, do you have any more thoughts on the good men do nothing? Any other examples from your life? We might. Oh, we might have lost Kevin and Kevin. Yeah, they're they're speechless. <laughs> they're spe- <laughs> Good job. Well, you know, I am speechless by that 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 sharing that you have there, Roxanne. And I think that for myself to answer my own question, going back when when we as men um, abandon a post and come back, you can't just expect uh, your wife who has been filling that role to say, "Oh, well, I'm sorry, a great king. I will step aside and let you take your role again." I mean, we actually, in a certain sense, in a real sense, we have to earn that position back now. Now, this is the male side. I'm talking to the males right now. You can't, you know, you, there's this one sense of, well, I, if you go up to somebody and say, I expect an apology, what do you think the response is going to be? Well, <laughs> oh, good luck with that, right? So we have to come back with this humility of saying, I've abandoned my post. Um, I'm going to come, you know, I, I'm back. And, and I, really, I, I really would like to try to do this better. Mm-hmm. So that's us men. Now, wives, mm-hmm. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plead with you and invite you to recognize that when men do want to come back and step into that role, into that post, that if you allow them to do what they were meant to do originally, you will have much joy. And when we have, we go to these men's retreats. We were into a men's retreat in New Rockford, uh, North Dakota, a couple, a couple of years ago. And as we were walking up, so the five of us men doing this retreat, walking in, and one of the wives said, are you here for the men's retreat? And we said, yeah. And she said, I just have to say, thank you so much for giving my husband back to me. 
Yeah. She said, when men step out, it just changes the whole family. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's an invitation. If your husband is trying to step back in the role and you're not quite sure if he's trustworthy, give him a shot. Uh, let him try and try to support him. I think you're absolutely right. And you were talking about that earlier, Steve. I think most women would love for, if they understood what that meant, what a relief, what, what it takes so much off of our shoulders so we can be the heart of the home. But, but uh, so many have, have experienced that abandonment and they don't know what to do with it. And, and men also don't have, like I was thinking about the, the young man I met yesterday, his dad probably didn't model it for him. You know, it comes back to that. It's like, there's a huge void. So you're trying to fill that void a little bit, guys. So tell us a little bit about this conference coming up and how people can get involved. Um, yeah, so, you know, how to get involved, I guess you, you get you get on the Internet and you look up Ecclesia Domestic, and I can spell it for you quickly, but our website is uh, is uh, www.ecclesiadomestica.net, and Ecclesia is spelled E-C-C-L-E-S-I-A D-O-M E-S-T-I-C-A dot net. And um, really, I, I think that, um, you know, that, that I think that a lot of people know Father Peter in the diocese, and he, he's really kind of the our leader, I guess, as far as the Fargo diocese goes. But if you have questions, he's a great contact. Um, Carlos Paris, he's uh, been pretty motivated to share the, the mysteries of Ecclesia Domestica and, and the excitement. Um, last year when we did the retreat, we had over 100 guys. And um, this this coming retreat, I, we're expecting about the same or more. And uh, the exciting thing about this upcoming retreat is that there's actually, between priests and deacons, there's almost 20 um, priests and deacons coming from all over to be a part of the retreat. From Winona Diocese, from the Sioux Falls Diocese, Fargo Diocese, and also St. Cloud and Minneapolis, um, or St. Paul Diocese, that are coming to be a part of what Ecclesia is, the mission of Ecclesia, which is to evangelize to the men. Um, what to expect um, from a retreat is, is that uh, every retreat gets a one-hour spiritual direction with a priest or deacon. Um, and a lot of people don't really know what spiritual direction is, but just really to be able to sit down with a priest or deacon and just really share from the heart, like, what, what's on your heart after some of these talks, you know, to get counsel. Um Ecclesia Domestica has been such a beautiful thing because it's a brotherhood that I have not ever seen or ever been a part of. Um, men from all over are communicating, and that either through group texts or group emails, and uh, we're encouraging one another all the time. And it's it's our language, typically, to encourage men to not to abandon their posts. And, to you know, it's amazing how much I've grown, and I know I've seen men from from the first time that they walked in on the first retreat to the point where now they're giving talks. And so um, it's pretty exciting. And so I love what you had to say about, um, you know, earlier, uh, you know, as men haven't had a lot of um, good witnesses from their fathers in particular. There's been a lot of brokenness there over the years, a lot of broken families. And we were talking earlier that, I own a flooring business, and over the years, I think I've had to teach some of the young boys that have come work for me how to shave because they never knew, <laughs> and how silly that is. But, you know, the, the dad has abandoned the role of teaching and equipping their, their, their sons on how to, be a, how to be a dad, how to be a leader. And so I say this quite a bit. If we don't stand up now as, a, as men or stand up now as a community, as a church, to defend the faith now, 
who's going to be left to defend it in the next generation. Amen. Absolutely. Kevin da- Olson and Kevin Dockendorf, thank you for being with us today. Ecclesia Domestica, check them out at ecclesiadomestica.net. Um, also, you can uh, look, uh, talk to Father Peter Anderl, who's the pastor there um, in the area. But again, ecclesiadomestica.net. Kevin and Kevin, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Eli, what do we got coming up next week on Real Presence Live? Hey, thanks, Steve. You know, you might be a little ahead of yourself. We, had, we got one more show left this week. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, it's only it's Thursday? It's only Thursday. I, know. I thought it was finally Friday. I wish. I wish. You know, heading into the weekend. But uh, no, we got one more show uh, this week. That'll be tomorrow, uh, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, here on the Real Presence Radio Network. That's hosted by Mike Kudrowski and Father Craig Holkalter, coming to you live from Trinity High School in Dickinson, North Dakota. They'll visit with Father Jordan Dosh from the Diocese of Bismarck. He'll ask, is God calling you? Then some Trinity students will join us to, tell, to hear from them what makes Trinity High School so special. Plus, hear about the Trinity Mardi Gras a party that you don't want to miss. All that and a whole lot more is coming up on the next Real Presence Live. That's tomorrow, Friday morning, 9 to 11 a.m. Central, oh, here you, on the Real Presence Radio Network. You almost messed it up, too. Thanks, Eli, for making me feel better about myself. <laughs> That's wonderful. Thanks, Eli. You're doing a great job. Thanks, uh, Roxanne, thank you so much for being together this morning. I have a lingering thought here. Yeah, go for it. That, that conference that we just talked about, March 18 through 20, it's in Hankinson at the Sisters of St. Francis Retreat and Conference Center. I know that we didn't mention, I don't think, the location, so yeah. that might make a difference, too. But it's a wonderful facility, and I think, hey, a bunch of guys getting together, there's going to be a lot of testosterone there. But, you know, we got we need that. That's right. <laughs> well, we us men do need it. That's true. Just even for health. So, yeah, <laughs> all right. right. It's, a, it's a good thing. So, well, what's what's you got in store for the rest of your day, Roxanne? Um, oh, boy. I, I'm going to meet a friend for coffee. Is Ooh. that... Good. I'm going to lunch with my wife and my mother-in-law after this. Uh, so. Say hi to Jacinta. We share yeah. birthdays, so we're kind of birthday buddies. So yeah, yeah. Well, Again, awesome to be with you this morning. It was wonderful. All right, folks. Steve Sponskowski here, along with Roxanne Solonen, signing out. This is Real Presence Live. Thanks, Eli, for all your technical work. Therese Sponskowski for putting the show together. And, and Heather uh, for putting everything together. And Mark Holcraft for putting everything, everything together. And God and the Holy Spirit for doing everything else. You have a great day. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.